GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. It's 11.59 at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with Music and the Truth Until Dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. a Tuesday. We focus on a different state each week, taking a look at their firearms laws and history. We also feature a gun owner's rights group and take a look at their background, focus, and successes. And welcome everybody and Makojo, uh, who might be showing us to everybody who might be joining us tonight and Makojo, maybe that's what I said. So this is our daily gun show. We come to you live every weeknight at midnight in the Eastern time zone, which is only 9 p.m. for me over here in Arizona. So it's not that late for me. I understand a lot of y'all are falling asleep. One of the reasons we do this show in the middle of the night is because I value the people that are up overnight doing their gigs and resetting the world and you know, basically doing all the work that gets underappreciated. So uh, we've got a bunch of people over on our Patreon that appreciate long format stuff. We try to do long format live conversations for those folks, as well as shift workers and stuff who record the show and listen to it that way or listen to it after the fact in a playlist or something. So the time that it's recorded makes no difference to them. They just appreciate the live format and the focus on what's important over what is urgent or what we're being told to pay attention to at the moment, right? So, uh, uh, in this case, we are chatting about Second Amendment stuff. It is Tuesday, and I've been doing a bunch of things, so I normally would have set up the description of the video and a poll over on YouTube with uh, a couple of options for which state we should focus on. So we will focus on a state, but I'll tell you what, it's up for grabs. That being said, it's up for grabs for a state that we haven't already done did done already, right? So... Go over if you want. We'll take a look at some of the states that we've already done. Why don't we start off doing that? So if you head over to our YouTube channel, the way that we've got it set up is our main page of the YouTube channel has a set of playlists, and each playlist is each day of the week. So there's a playlist for Monday shows, playlist for Tuesday shows, Wednesday, Wednesday shows, etc., each of our days of the week has a different theme. On Mondays, we talk about how to get the stuff done, how to create content, how to be a Second Amendment activist, and how to collaborate and that kind of thing. On uh, Tuesdays, we talk about 2A, and we feature a state. And then on Wednesdays, we do entertainment, lighthearted stuff, play the quiz. Thursdays, it's travel and training. And on Fridays, it's the industry, and we wrap up the week. So as we develop the show and get it up and rolling again, uh, we are on Tuesdays focus on a state 
and that's what I was getting at here, we have a bunch of states under the belt already, and those are Iowa, Ohio, Georgia, Indiana, Tennessee, Nebraska, and last week was Minnesota. So each week uh, in season two here, I guess that's how many weeks into season two we are. So see, people have asked how long we've been doing the show. What about two months? One, two, three, four. Yeah, something like two months worth of show-ish. And uh, don't pick one of those. So don't pick Minnesota, Nebraska, Tennessee, Indiana, Georgia, Ohio, or Iowa, because we already done did done them. So pick some other state, and that's the state we'll do tonight. If there's some consensus, how about this? How about everybody in the chat learn to work together and pick a state without a poll? We don't have to let YouTube poll technology tell us. How do we know that poll technology is even accurate? It could be fooling us this whole time. It could be a big fake. We don't know, technically. So why don't you all figure out a way to make some suggestions and come up with a state that everybody can agree upon without everybody just agreeing with barbecue's first suggestion here. So why don't you actually have a little bit of effort happen there? And if you come up with a good state, guess what? We'll pick that state. So there's a little challenge. You go to normal shows in the middle of the night. Oh, wait, there are no normal shows in the middle of the night because most people put their shows where they make the money, where they get those super chats. Notice I put a bunch of super chats in the thing today. So you can super chat. I think this channel has super chats. Oh, yeah, look at that. But you're not obligated. I just put that in there because because why not? It's a picture I had. I got three super chats the other day. So anyway, uh, most people put their shows up when they can make all that money. I put my shows up when people are doing all the work. So uh, uh, you're not going to get challenged. Nobody else is going to say, hey, here's a challenge for the people that are part of the conversation tonight. But I will. So now you've got Wyoming. You've got Delaware, Dakota, and Oregon, and barbecue what's up with puppy so earlier in the day when i was was i off air no i was just in the chat with barbecue before something's going on outside i think a coyote is running around or something and some dog is either new or ain't having it because there's some giant i'm gonna say rottweiler i don't know what it is but i'm gonna say rottweiler because it seems like a rottweiler to me some dog out there ain't having whatever's happened in the alley down the block or maybe two blocks over it's hard to say so i'm not familiar with that dog barking my dog ain't familiar with that dog barking and she's being weird she's acting like if there's fireworks going on normally if it's just a coyote in the backyard she could care less she'll go out there and look at it or whatever so i don't think it's the coyote i think it's that other dog making noise and normally she doesn't care so if anybody doesn't know here we know the story of this little baby dog so back in the day we had gun channels and one of the people on gun channels would hang out all the time and He's here in Tucson, was, I don't know if they're still here, and they were a family, and they had a whole bunch of dogs in their backyard that they were uh, helping strays and fostering dogs and that kind of thing, helping out dogs. So all these dogs were, I guess, evidently big, mean dogs, and then they found this set of two dogs. I think they were two girl dogs, and they were baby puppies, and then they looked like they were all beat up or whatever, so they took them in, and they put them in the backyard, and the their kid i think or some i think it was their kid kind of took the one dog of the two under his wing and that or the dog took to him or whatever but that was kind of his dog and this dog this white dog i got was just sort of you know this other dog and then she was always the runt or she would be hiking out underneath the, the steps from what i understand and then at one day she just said nope i'm not doing that anymore and she bit this other dog really bad so 
then they were like, hey, we need to get rid of this white dog because these dogs are not getting along anymore. So that's when I went over there and I'm like, okay, I'll take this dog. So she's kind of timid all the time. And every once in a while, she's like, oh, I'm not really timid. I just choose to be timid. Does that make sense? Like she knows she ain't timid underneath it all, but she acts timid all the time. So I'm not really sure what she's freaking out about, but she's certainly freaking out tonight. All right, so we got a bunch of nothing happening. We got Ozzy saying Arkansas. We've got, uh, that's it. So we'll see if people can rise to the challenge and come up with a solution to how to figure out how to recommend the state for tonight. So until then, what are we going to chat about? I was going to chat about a couple of things, and I didn't write them down. So I'm going to wing it with um, one of the maps. Why don't we just do that? I'll go over to Instagram, grab a couple of maps. Uh, one of the things we did, I was gonna chat about, is uh, set up this set of links. So we got a lot of two-way happening out in the world. And one way to help get the word out or help people find uh, other projects and efforts would be to have some links out there. So we're gonna go to one of the websites and if you go down to the bottom of the websites, you'll find a thank you to our Patreons people that subscribe to our projects and make it all possible, pay for the software and the servers and the time to keep it all running. And then uh, next to that thank you, if you'll notice over on the right here, you're going to see some other kind of banners showing up. And those banners are going to be thanking, uh, or, well, not really thanking, but linking to and uh, promoting organizations that are out there and also projects that are out there. You've seen like... Uh, Sand Hills came up, Great Start Shooting School showed up here. Uh, Walk Talk America is showing up. As I click refresh on the browser, these things are showing up. So this is an indication of all the different websites that are out there doing their thing are distributing these ads out there, these banners, these uh, instances of um, awareness, right? And mechanically reciprocal links to projects that are out there and creating a back and forth connection across the internet from many places to these valid organizations. So I figured I'd chat about that a little bit. We uh, created a bunch of them, uh, these little banner things using the uh, uh, slogans and the keywords and stuff from the different projects. And then I guess I was gonna say we shoved them over to gun channels. So one of the projects that we've had over the years is the community called gun channels and a bunch of folks know each other from those days. So it still exists. It's just nothing like what it used to be. So now on the main page of Gun Channels, I'm screen sharing here, by the way. So all the people that uh, may be listening to this in the future, eventually I'll start getting this back up as a podcast. Uh, we use about a quarter of the screen to show the conversation that's happening in the live streams text chat. And then the rest of the screen is just what I'm looking at on the computer here. And I've been kind of going through a couple of the different websites and looking at some things and not really describing what I'm doing here, but uh, uh, looking down at the comments again. Um, I think DJ is not, is he up to speed with what we're trying to do? Missouri, Kansas is everyone, but us here in Nebraska, you're already been, we've already done Nebraska. Everybody's trying to come up with 
uh, the state that we're going to feature tonight, knowing that we've already done Minnesota, Nebraska, Tennessee, Indiana, Georgia, Ohio, and Iowa. Uh, let's see. So going back to these banners, uh, we put them over on gun channels. So on gun channels, we've got the main page has, I attempted to put in uh, all the stuff that's happening on periodic or regular basis. So we've got a couple of daily shows that are happening. We've got the, and I probably should put the bullet up here because it's basically weekly, right? Week daily, uh, like the daily gun show. Then we've got uh, the stuff that happens on Mondays. We've got the stuff that happens on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, guess what? Thursdays. I even included Friday. And because I did all those other days, I included Saturday at no extra charge and Sunday, mainly because of Locked and Loaded Latinos, because it's my favorite show. Uh, we also have stuff that happens more weekly, like riding shotgun with Charlie and Crump and stuff like that. Uh, then we've got the stuff that happens monthly which is like every second matters and some other things and then things that happen occasionally. So if you're aware of stuff that would be useful for the list, guess what? Let me know. We'll put it in there. Then we have going back up to the top. I don't have a little fancy button to take you to the top. You have to go back up the old fashioned way. You can click on gun channels members and this headset is driving me nuts. I got uh clean my ear out. It's driving me nuts. I'm not used to having a headset, so this is all new to me. And this thing is so hot that it's making my ear sweat, the inside of my ear sweat. I didn't even know that was a thing. All right, so now we're looking at the Gun Channels members. And what I've done here is made a map. The map is up here at the top. Pretty sure we did this during a gizzard chat one Sunday morning. And I don't think we've chatted about this on this show at all. But uh, in order to get the map more reasonable so that it's more manageable, I guess, I divided the country up. Yeah, I divided the country same way that the uh, politicians attempt to do. Only in this case, it was to unite the country through awareness. So we got the East Coast. A lot of people call that the metric coast. And that's all your cities and states and whatnot that are on that side of. I didn't even use the Mississippi because I feel that using the Mississippi is outdated and it's not necessary because of the internet so i included illinois and stuff in the central section um mainly because otherwise everybody would be on the east coast then i cut off new mexico colorado wyoming and montana called that the line and now we're western so that means yes nebraska is central i think everybody can be okay with that it also means Texas is central. So people in Texas need to get over it. You're not Western. You're, you're El Paso is barely Western. You have to deal with the Texas. You're central. You're central. So um, loaded up or divided everybody up into those regions. And then I put a bunch of people. So here's the deal. It's mostly everybody that's historically gun channels that was around and still sticks around and that can remember for the most part. And then a couple of people that probably would have been on gun channels if gun channels was around like Foss, pretty sure he would have been there if there was such a thing uh dj right he probably would have been there oh i don't have dj in here and then uh well i just put this in here so i guess i have to go update there's actually nowhere near everybody in here if i'm looking at all these icons 
but anyway, so that's the idea is to have gun channels be a place for, I don't know, a link, a network, a place for people to uh, connect and find some similar like-minded channels. Most of these channels I think have in common that they're not looking for fame and fortune and trying to claw their way to the top of the viewership or something. These are channels that seem to enjoy the collaboration and the communication that happens at the, uh, I don't know what to call it, at the level that gun channels is basically at. Definitely people that are familiar and able, but uh, use their efforts to uh, champion and make awareness or I guess raise awareness. All right, looks like people are saying stuff. So let's see if we've got a solution over here already. So I'm not saying the show depends on your ability to work together. I'm just saying your, this show depends on your ability as an audience, as a group of people who know each other and are able to work together to come up with an improvisational way to work together and find a solution to a situation. Otherwise this show fails. Maybe I'll get discouraged and quit doing the show altogether. I'll, sh I'll shut down the internet. Everything I do on the internet is going to depend on whether or not y'all can come together and make this happen tonight. Uh, let's see. Don't be feel bad. Illinois will never be included. That's Illinois self-hatred. You look like an arrowhead. you got a lot going for you. Turn that arrowhead up the right way. Then, then you're pointing at Wisconsin, who's the real troublemaker. Is Illinois the problem, or is it the cheese pipeline? That's all I'm saying. Uh, let's see, one, can hope Ozzy keep hope alive? Land of London. Lando London? Do the state riding shotgun with Charlie was in. Look at Makojo coming up with something. Except I don't know where riding shotgun with Charlie was. I know he was somewhere, but I didn't watch it today. Which has he not been in? Well, we have a riding shotgun with Charlie map. Why don't you just look at it? Come on. Uh, Charlie is awesome, but not a gun channels. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Look at that. Dude is saying that Charlie Cook, riding shotgun with Charlie, is not a gun channels. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's territorialism. That's territorialism right there. Uh, from his video today, we chose Arkansas. Did we choose Arkansas? Oh, I see what you're saying. AR Kansas has a firearm in its name. I feel like I would be offended if I was from the real Kansas and some other state was like, oh, yeah, uh, what's the name of our state? Uh, Kansas. And they're like, okay. And they're like, oh, wait, huh? It's like idiocracy, except except for the state has to live with it the rest of their life. And then Kansas is the real victim. Or was it our Kansas? Was our Kansas the first one? And then Kansas was like, uh, whatever that state is, except erase a couple of the letters. Letters off the front or off the back? I don't care. And they're like, okay, we'll take them off the front. And then whichever one, how about this? Whichever state was the original state, I'm offended for that state. So I haven't seen any confirmation. Charlie is Massachusetts, but what Makojo was saying is where he was riding shotgun today in. So let's go see by clicking on subscriptions where riding shotgun with Charlie was in today. Uh, let's see. He's going to be in here somewhere. Boom. He was with Ann Maru. 
collegiate shotgun coach, University of Maryland. Well, what do you know? It all becomes clear. Now we see what the whole situation is really happening here. So I'm guessing they were in Maryland. Oh, she's in Diva. Wow. Okay. So that's an interesting one. We haven't heard too much from that organization. I'm definitely going to be interested in this. That is a bunch of girls that hunt, I believe. Women outdoors worldwide about. Mission is to teach every woman about living in an out living an outdoors lifestyle in a safe, fun, and supportive environment. Do you want to be a diva? Uh, are you going to tell us about it or are you going to tell us? So this is, is a unique all-volunteer. It's not what we do as an organization. It's why we do it. There's no greater love than to introduce women and youth to the great outdoors. So if I remember correctly, these were lady hunters that started this one. If you go back a, a while, their website used to have a better About Us page. So whenever I first put them up on uh, Minuteman, they had a different About Us page and it got more into detail. But um, it had something to do with like they were out hunting or whatever and started having a good time introducing other ladies and then it developed and they came around quite a while ago. So they don't even bother. See how shame? They don't even put it in their, um, in their about page, like their whole thing. I guess people don't look for that, so they don't bother to put it in there or... Nobody bugs them about it, but I think that all organizations should take pride in their history and then archive it because otherwise you don't know what it is. So I tell you what, we're just going to take a second and do a Monday type of thing. We're going to go take their website and type in way back. How far are we going back? All the way back. Goes a little something like this, and then you go in here and you go like this. And now you can go look at how old their organization is. We know that it's existed since 2009. And if we go take a look at what their website looked like in 2009, maybe an about page in 2009 will give us a little more insight as to what this organization is all about. Mm, let's not get into all this. So I don't make it a nerd chat, but that didn't work. So we're going to go to a little bit later in 2009. What was happening in 2009 in your life? What was going on in the world in 2009? 2009. The assault weapons ban had been over for five years. There was a shortage on 22 ammunition, I believe. Uh, Divas, so this is in 2009, the internet was still barely brand new to, to high speed internet. Um, People were not using phones anywhere near what we're using today. In 2009, we had probably the, uh, the Motorola Android was the first smartphone. But look at what the websites looked, at, looked like. So we've got an uh, organization called Diva Now, or Diva Wow, excuse me, Women Outdoors Worldwide, formerly known as Texas Women Shooting Sports. Boom, we already know a whole bunch of history about this thing. It started in Texas. So now we see we got a home mission, join, contact, blah, blah, blah. Let's click on mission. It already has over 6 million outdoor women. Look at that. So Divas to support is dedicated. Divas, we introduce women to the outdoors. Is this a, 
Oh, no, that's the bottom of it. Awards are legacy. Uh, let's see. Divas recognize we have lost two generations of hunting and shooting in the USA. We took a stand in 1999 upon the organization of Divas not to allow this de decline to continue. Divas promotes and introduce women and youth worldwide to outdoors through our clinics and adventures. We're making a difference. We have taught over 3,000 women and youths in the USA over the past 10 years. So 3,000 over 10 years pre-internet, right? This is a pretty neat organization. We don't like think about them now because we've got other organizations that are just amazing in addition to this organization, which is obviously still in existence. So you can all, anytime you can go back and look at the internet back in the old days and you get a lot of information, insight about what's happening because um, they don't care about themselves. They usually don't talk about themselves. Um, and in this work, this interview, though, for an hour, we'll uh, learn about, it sounds like, some of it. Okay, so Charlie is awesomeness. We chose Arkansas. There's Sand Hills. Sand Hills. Ikes. That's a, not a lot of fun. That's a, not a lot of fun as I read that whole thing. So, yeah, 2009 can suck it, it sounds like. All right, so anyway, nobody's come up with a, a state. So I guess we'll uh, slowly spin off here. So this was the uh, list of these things. And this is basically the, what do you call it? The um, Adobe software that I put all this together in. And then just turned them all on so you could see all the different layers or whatever. Make it an, Inst make it an Instagram post. I guess I'm just going to have to pick a state at random because everybody refuses to pick a state the way we were expected to pick it. I guess the challenge was too much for everybody. Too much challenge. I'll make a note of that. Grab my book over here. Bring my light over here. Moving all my robot arms around. There we go. Turn this thing over here. Get it going. So on Tuesdays, we talk about a Second Amendment organization. In this case, we chatted about a whole bunch of them, kind of, and then looked around a little bit and beat it around the bush. Given the, the audience, the people viewing tonight, people over here, if you're looking at the screen, the people over in this part that I'm wiggling, sorry about that, uh, giving you all a chance to pick a state that we're going to focus on. So uh, Sandhills is saying a state for what? On Tuesdays, we focus on a state, and I didn't prepare anything, so I challenged the viewers to pick a state to come up with a way to agree on a state. According to Woods, and now with Ozzy's, Ozzy's uh, saying that they picked Arkansas, so I can see this Arkansas, and I can see this Arkansas, and then the second Arkansas from the same dude, but... Uh, Going back, going back. Oh, no, then DJ also says Arkansas. And then I guess Ozzy, so I just missed it. Okay, so here we go. And then also barbecue, I think just spelling it wrong. At first I thought he was being doofus, but I think he quit being a doofus. 
All right, so I, I believe now that we have figured out we're doing Arkansas. Now, a lot of people do pronounce it Arkansas because that's how they pronounce it. So if we want to pronounce it Arkansas, no, we'll be offended. In fact, they enjoy it when you say that to them. Uh, let's see. So now we're going to go to here and turn this on. Oh, let's actually point it at the thing. So this is a book came up with in 2020. We have a website called Minuteman University. I'm getting used to it. Oh, no, I thought I was getting used to it. We have a website called Minuteman University, which is an attempt to offer resources for activists, skills and resources. And part of the resources is our history, right? Everything that has been accomplished in order for us to live in the world we live in, a place where all 50 states have constitutional carry, a place where, what am I keep saying that? All 50 states have concealed carry, half the states have constitutional carry, and, uh, all kinds of other interesting stuff. So the website has a lot of information and they attempted to put it into a book format. So the way that this is laid out is each state is one page and there's a lot of information you'll, we're about to dig into. And I misprinted this one. So half the pages are upside down and like all wrong from each other. So I'm trying to find Arkansas. So I'm trying to talk and figure out this like Willy Wonka version of the book but I think I mastered it. No, every time I think I mastered it, I don't even know. So how can it go from Colorado? No, here's Arkansas. I'll shut up. So there's Arkansas, and we will dig in. So we turn the camera on, and we use this misprinted version of the book. I said I was going to print some of these for last week's Friday, Free Patch Friday. I'm going to try to print these this week. It's just... It's not like difficult. It's just that when my color thing and my printer has to be working and everything, and then I have to sit here and do it. So uh, when I do it, I do it in batches. So I will be printing out some more of these. They'll be a little bit dated, but if you want to support our projects and you want to have something, uh, when these things are actually printed correctly, they're pretty useful because they're alphabetical, but you're about to see all the different information that's available for each state. And there's a couple of maps and things that need to be updated. But the idea was to offer a resource that you know, it's kind of small. This is my phone. This is the book. So it's not huge. It's basically a piece of paper folded in half uh, so that it can fit in like a cargo pocket or have it sitting near while you're doing your chats. And if there was a specific thing that you were having a conversation about over the million years that I've been doing online conversations, one of the hangups that we have, one of our glitches is we'll find some little thing, we'll get worried about it, and then somebody eventually gets offended and suggest that somebody else doesn't even want to hear their point of view because of something that they misunderstood or something. So what uh, one way to avoid that is let's just get some facts out. And once I started doing that, like what facts do we want to get out? Well, let's get out as many as possible, right? So let's dig in and see what all we're talking about. First, I got to get something to drink. So why don't we do a quick commercial and I'll drink something here. Why don't we talk about what we do on Saturdays? AskGunQuestions.com is a website that we built back in 2007, and since then, for the last 15 years, people have been able to ask questions of simple to advanced nature, and we attempt to answer them in different ways over the years. Join us now as we start a new series to answer gun questions. And that's what it would sound like, and then Clover, Tony Simon, uh, sometimes Dan, Todd jumps in, and you get the... Uh, experience from lifetime gun owners on whatever it is that we're talking about because the questions range from simple to often kind of, what's the word? 
people don't know the things to ask or they don't know the things to include in the question. So we end up having to kind of get around to it sometimes, but uh, hopefully it's interesting. People seem to enjoy it. We get some good feedback from it. So let's dig in. So we have Arkansas here, and it looks like when we start off at the top here, some general information. It was admitted into the Union in June 15th of 1836 as the 25th state. Their flag looks kind of goofy. Looks like a white square on... I don't know, is it a ripoff of Tennessee or something? I don't know what it is. I don't like it. They can change it. Next, we get their state constitution or their state second amendment. So many of the, I think all the states have a state constitution and all but nine of those states have some version of a second amendment, a, a declaration of the right to defend yourself or something version of that. In Arkansas, they do have one. It's in article two, section five of their state constitution. And it says, the citizens of this state shall have the right to keep and bear arms for their common defense. It's not good. It's not bad. It's not long. Some of them are like a paragraph long. I take this much of this page. And then others are really short and sweet like this. I'd say it's not the best. It's not super declarative. Some of them are just like, you ain't touching our guns. And then there's a period and then it's over. But uh, this one's about in the middle, I'd say. Definitely is leaving a little room because of that common defense part. But the rest of it is very clear. Then we get into some general stuff about the state. Open carry. They didn't have open carry until 2015. So a lot of people take things for granted because in 2022, we live in pretty good times. Uh, 2015, you could not open carry. You probably got all kinds of people upset. It was common in the rest of the country, but not in Arkansas. Not every state came along to the idea of uh, firearms in everyday life. Or the concept of that even. So then we get to concealed carry. That happened in 1995. Uh, I probably, if I knew it, I probably should have put the, what order this concealed carry came in. They didn't all make it known, but 95 is pretty early. So Arkansas had concealed carry in the first wave. Uh, pretty much all states started to stop concealed carry way back in the day. And then Nobody really challenged it, and most states kind of just added it at some point out of fear of something. And then it wasn't until the 90s, the early 90s, that Florida and then Arizona and some other states started to challenge the idea of having permitted concealed carry. And like I say, that's now all 50 states as of like 2015 or something. And a lot of us take for granted that that's the way it is when for a long, 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 long time, I hope most of my life, the idea, the concept of carrying a firearm concealed was cons not even considered. So we've changed the paradigm quite a bit, which is why some of these politicians aren't so much tyrannical as just totally unaware of the concept. They don't understand that people can be armed and yet be polite and civil with each other, even though the evidence is there. So anyway, we get concealed carry starting in 1995 with... 220,000 permits as of 2017. So for each state, as of 2017 is most of the most recent numbers I had in 2020. I'm going to put this all together. So 220,000? I don't think that's the largest of all the different states that I remember, but I'll tell you what, that seems like a lot for Arkansas. One of the things I included in this, what do you know? I came right to it. So speak of the CCW permits. One of the things I included in this, especially on sites like pages like Vermont or pages for states like Vermont that just don't have a heck of a lot going, 
I included some other information. So here's one, the number of CCW permits per state. So we know that Arkansas in 2017 had 220,000. So where does that even rank, right? So if you've ranked all the states, Hawaii has the zeroest and Vermont doesn't have any, but Florida has 1 million, almost 1,800,000, 1,700 something thousand. Pennsylvania, the land of barbecue and who else is up in Pennsylvania? Uh, Black Cat, other people. 1,200. 1, Texas, which is huge, they got no excuse, 1,200,000. Georgia, right there, right? So where is Arkansas? Ranked just above Illinois. No, just below Illinois, just above Louisiana. Missouri, West Virginia, all the states that people say lazily are below Arkansas. So it's up at that. You know why? I believe those people don't bother getting a CCW permit. There's probably not that many people in them, and they don't bother getting a CCW permit. They don't need them. They're just hanging around around a homestead or whatever. So anyway, that's interesting. So they're basically in the middle, although it gets pretty big at this end, and it gets pretty small at this end. So I guess that's why it's the middle. So now we know. I guess I should flip back and see what people are saying over here. So here's how this works. If I don't flip back, could you quit looking over here? If I don't flip back, then what I see is all my nuts and bolts over here, like all my little videos and things I can click. So I have to flip back and see what y'all are saying over here. And then when I see one, I'd like one. See what happens? Now it shows up over here on the screen. That's how, that's how it works on my side of this whole thing. If I want to click on his, I click on it, and it shows up over there. Uh, let's see. I think Illinois was last. Yes, it was. Oh, 13? I thought it was 15, so thanks. Uh, all right, so I'll keep going. So next is, I'm reading it off of the screen here, so I'm using that as a magnifier. Uh, constitutional carry, ka -ching. October 17th of 2018, they were the 13th state to go constitutional carry. Welcome to the club, Arkansas. It took them eight years after Arizona, but five years faster than, or four years? No, five years faster than whoever's just catching up with Arkansas. Suppressors for hunting. Is there anything Arkansas doesn't have? Suppressors for hunting, March 2014. 30th state. It's tough to know because there's a couple of places that rank these things, and if you look at all of them, they don't coincide so i don't know if that's sometimes it's like when it passes versus when it goes into effect and maybe researchers aren't going to be 100 on those things so i'm going to say 30th but i could be off on that state firearm that's the only thing they don't have otherwise arkansas literally is one of the better states as far as guns right then the next thing we take a look at is second amendment sanctuary status now they don't have a lot but they do have two out of 75 uh, counties that are sanctuary counties. What does this say? Uh, their state motto was adopted in 1907 and it is the people rule. So I guess that's kind of cool to know that people rule. Uh, the, the other kind of stuff we show on the screen would be, or I mean on the page, would be the 
organizations, the hunting clubs, the nonprofits, museums for sure, uh, groups, manufacturers, activists, and Arkansas, while it's doing really good for um, uh, its stats and stuff, there's just, it's a mostly rural. Is that the way I say it? There's not a lot of cities there, and there's not a straight road in the whole town or the whole state that I'm aware of. I'm pretty sure every single road's crooked. So it's tough to make giant manufacturing there, but there are some manufacturers and there are some things, but they didn't use the whole page, I guess is what I'm getting at. So now if I'm missing stuff from Arkansas, one of the reasons I do this is one, to plug all this stuff, two, hopefully to be interesting and showing about our history or whatever, but three, so that you can see what I figured out. I only got X amount of time and X amount of ability to put this stuff together. So if I'm missing stuff, by all means, please, please feel free to leave comments. You can leave them in these live ones I was talking about over here, but really we're farting around over here. So if you want to leave like real comments on what I might be missing from these projects, uh, leave them in the description of the video because that's more permanent and we all read those like us and the whole, the whole crew reads those. This stuff, I might be reading it in the live chats, but you know, there's a good chance that if I don't mention it or remember it, then everybody else doesn't remember this stuff. So basically let's get dig into it. Arkansas doesn't have a lot, but it does have some. So first off, we got gunshows.usa or gunshows-usa is a uh, online gun show listing. They've been around since 2001. So you know we've been around technically since 2004, but you know, I've been around longer than that a little bit. But I wasn't doing our things until 2004. And I'm not saying I was the first one to jump online or nothing, but these guys were already doing it three years before me. So... They were already doing their thing, and they've been consistently doing their thing for a while. Now, I'll also suggest to say that a lot of these things are kind of stagnant. I mean, I totally understand how that goes, but uh, they have been doing it consistently for a long time, and they're out of uh, Arkansas. But basically, they promote gun shows for not just Arkansas, but all over. They basically create calendars that can be useful for all different kind of gun shows and things like that from the promoters levels to the attendees to the exhibitors. So it's cool to have the internet involved in gun shows uh, since the day. Let's see. Woods is saying the Costco chicken things. Uh, Costco has only existed since I have not eaten that kind of stuff. So I haven't even considered ever eating one of those things. So yeah, I've, I don't even have any clue what they're like, but I would have never eaten one even before. That's the kind of stuff I hate eating or hated eating. All right, next up is some museums. They actually have two museums that I haven't even been to. So these are two museums that are on my list of places to go for the Guncho Loophole Tour. Now I've technically been to the Sanders Museum. We went to uh, visit Night Night. Uh, Nighthawk. We'll talk about them in a second. When we went and visited them, it was early morning and we got done with that tour before this place even opened. And as I mentioned, there's not a straight road in Arkansas. We came from Oklahoma and took us forever, messed with our calculations because neither one of us were used to the kind of driving there is in, in, in Arkansas. So we, and we had no idea what we were missing. I didn't have any idea what we were missing. Uh, Haas actually wanted to stick around, but I was like, no, nah, let's get out of here. So we got out of there and 
miss seeing that museum. Although I looked in the windows and stuck around outside. I got video of us hanging around outside. We took video, but we were there like an hour or something. And I was like, dude, let's get out of here. We're going to sit around for an hour. I regret the decision. There's also the Daisy Airgun Museum. Highly recommend if you have any interest at all, any interest at all in Daisy Airguns. There's a three hour, if I remember correctly, a three hour video where somebody goes in, turns on their camera, and has the guy from the Daisy Museum give you the tour of the museum. And it's like three hours. It is awesome. Even if you don't like BB guns, check it out because you may just dig the whole history of BB guns. They're super cool. They are BB guns for crying out loud. So they're cool for kids. They're cool for the stories. They're cool for their interaction with guns in history. Just super cool. It's, an in, it's a company. If you like company histories and business type of things, all that stuff is part of it. So uh, really cool. And then, like I say, three hours. Just, you can't get enough of it. I mean, there's a lot of it. If you really dig it, you're going to enjoy. There's a lot of it. Um, seems like a really cool museum to check out. I think it's open pretty much every day. And how cool is it that a company is keeping not only their company history alive, they've got a museum, they're devoting the resources to having the museum open all the time, but then they're also holding the burden of all air gun history, which is, I think, just super, super cool. Um, then we get the industry there, and I'm only aware of Wilson, which uh, has been around since 1977. And then Nighthawk, which started in 2004. They're both in Berryville. So Wilson is like on one side of town. And then a bunch of gunsmiths, from what I understand, a bunch of gunsmiths left Wilson, went across town, set up Nighthawk. So I don't know much about Wilson other than watching them. They're now the, one of the largest training, well, the, one of the largest YouTube channels, period, for guns and stuff. But they're definitely the largest training page and i think they might also be the largest manufacturer um on the big channel a couple of times now we've gone and done the largest the biggest kind of thing where we just go live and see what the biggest firearms trainer is who the biggest firearm school is who's got the most views on a something like we just do that once in a while and i remember wilson is pretty much kicking they're rocking they're a giant channel they offer a lot of good content they've got products and things that people dig and they're just really nice folks. They've got a good reputation and they're uh, non-controversial for the most part. Uh, you can have disagreements with a tactic or a you know, priority or something with them, but they really don't approach too many um, touchy political issues that they get any kind of flack. So they're, they're right in the, you know, agreeing with everybody type of thing. So because of that, it's hard to find uh, much about why Nighthawk left, but obviously they left for a reason. Now, I said we did get invited to go to Nighthawk. So in 2012, after they'd been in business for like eight years or whatever, um, they gave us a tour and it's an awesome, it was an awesome facility. It was a storage place, like think of like a U-Haul or a self-storage place where you've got the facility with like a hallway down the middle and all those different storage units coming off of each side. Some of them are a little bit larger, some of them are smaller, but a giant long building with a hallway down the middle and all those rooms. Well, imagine the front of it is the offices and the first couple of bays or the first couple of rooms there are gunsmiths for 1911s. Over here, it's like, uh, what was it? Like maybe, I don't remember exactly what every room is, but let's say this is bluing and this one is um, park rising and this one is something. And then down here, it was leather. 
And then down here, it was the shotgun room. So they had all these different departments and all these different activities taking place. And you could just walk down the middle aisle and kind of check in, you know, doors were open or doors were closed. And then there was this little Boston Terry that would run up and down and dig everything. It was pretty cool. So um, then you could walk outside and they'd have another long building that they were shooting in. So they would do all their test firing and stuff. And then Nighthawks thing is one gun, one gunsmith. And so somebody orders a gun. I don't know how it works or, you know, at the time they said basically one person would order a gun. Gunsmith would grab a blank or whatever they start with to look at the build to list. You know, I want these, these things, whatever, blah, 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 go buy, you know, go grab all the different parts necessary and then just start building that gun from parts from those particular oversized parts, start putting the rails in start building everything, start grinding everything, start doing everything. So whenever that gunsmith was like, I need to go test fire, you know, they just walk out the one building and walk into the other building, test fire or whatever, come back out. Really neat. So, uh, Nighthawk was just such a cool company. We've got some videos and pictures, a lot of pictures, but not so many videos from back in those days. Um, and then, like I say, they all come from Wilson. So Wilson doesn't have a bad reputation or nothing. Maybe a reputation of cost and knowing what they're worth kind of thing. But anyhow, so that's uh, Arkansas. Now, I don't know. We got Ghost over there. We've got uh, um, Tactical FUD. I forget his name. You guys know. Uh, I don't know if we got anybody else from Arkansas that hangs out on the regular. Now I'm missing some stuff. I think I'm missing like, there's some importer, isn't there? There's some importer there too, I think. Oh yeah. So Ozzy San Walter just opened a factory in Arkansas. <laughs> Makes sense. That's why Ghost is in the pocket of Big Walter. Then we got Sandhill saying Big Green Ammo Factory is in... Oh, you're talking about Remington. That's true. I drove through on the last time. Some of the best food I ever ate is in Little Rock, Arkansas. And I knew that it was right after I ate that amazing food that I hit the Remington factory. But I thought that was in Tennessee or something. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, Buck. I don't, yeah, okay. At first I was like, you mean Buck Knives is in Arkansas? But now you mean, you mean Buck. Uh Still worried about what the gun haters is up to. I don't know what that means. Am I missing stuff? I would think I'd get the whole thing in here or whatever. All right, so I guess I'm missing pieces of that. So in that case, uh, that's Arkansas. And what I have on the rest of this page is firearms radio shows. So this was in 2020, and I didn't have all of them because I didn't listen. I don't listen to all of them, but I did have Amanda Suffolk Cool and her brother do I Am the Target Radio. Started listening to them now because they're posting it on YouTube. I think at the time they were only syndicated radio, and I didn't, you know, have an opportunity to hear it. Got Come and Talk It, which is Michael Cargill in Texas see the texas flag except he's got come and talk it underneath it instead of come and take it and uh that was a sunday well it is a sunday radio show that posts through the radio station so i probably could have listened to eye on the target that way by listening to one of the radio stations live feed so what would happen i'm pretty sure it was yoder i think i've mentioned this the other day but uh somebody out there knows and yoder i don't think is out here but i think it was yoder he used to post on gun channels every Sunday when 
uh, come and talk, it was on. And often if we were in the live chats or whatever, somebody would turn it on and we'd listen what's going on. And they're kind of like, uh, you know, news of the day, reacting to news of the day, which you'd expect a, a radio show to be. Gun talk, I never listened to. Tom Grisham, trying to figure that one out. I kind of got the impression of that one by watching, oh, from watching Johnny Merlin shoot and show. Saw that guy when he was young, I think. Or his dad, I guess. Gus Grissom? Yeah, it was his dad. Uh, then you got Charles out here in Tucson with Liberty Watch Radio. Charles, one of the people that got me interested in doing 2A as opposed to a show and tell with all the toys and tools. And then uh, I, uh, Gun Freedom Radio, Cheryl Todd and Dan Todd out of Phoenix area. And uh, like I say, I'm missing a couple in here. I would think... Um, now we have that gun owners radio which is out of california we've got rapid fire radio toby out of the cape of massachusetts and the guy with the beard guy with the beard guy with the beard guy with the beard another guy with the beard and maybe a couple others that i'm missing so we'll have more in here this is uh it is always a work in progress all right, so with that, we'll wrap this part up and click out of here and get back to the screen. And if I did that right, I'm still in here, right? All right. We're at my time. All right, about an hour. So I've done a couple of shows today, joined in a couple of shows, got a chance to jump in with Ghost. Uh, they had a well, all kinds of discussions. One of them was about uh, first guns. Kind of interesting because uh, so many gun owners are now getting their guns as adults. So you're making a decision based on factors and criteria in 2022 of what gun to buy. Part of that is what guns are available, the service lives and the reputations or whatever the words are, like for how these guns are the choices you have then there's the choices you have so when it got to like me and clover who bought our guns when we were 18 or something or um yeah i think I, we were the only two that had bought our guns like a long time ago when we were young um we just didn't have you know it's a different world back then we didn't have anywhere near the options i don't know what it would have been and what kind of mindset it would have been in back in the day but uh, interesting to hear what people's first guns are. So I got chat with, with Ghost about that. Barbecue is over there having a discussion as well uh, about what the heck was Barbecue's chat about. It was a pretty good chat. And then there was some, there was a couple of chats happening actually, or the couple of topics happened in a couple of chats. And now we're in this one. So with that, uh, we're going to close out of this. We'll recommend riding shotgun with Charlie and go back to here. Oh, we didn't even have a poll. I was thinking I was in a poll. Uh, I was 19 in the early 90s. I think we all were, or at least all of us that are that age. Uh, and then I don't know if I'm missing stuff or what's going on. Am I on top chat over here? Yeah, I'm on the top chat or I'm on live. So maybe I'm just missing some. With that, we'll uh, say thanks, everybody, for showing up. Tomorrow is 
Oh, you're saying you guys were going to talk about NRA going to, oh, that's right. Whether NRA was going to work with Alan West or whatever. So at least that was a show about that. So thanks for that. Uh, we got a lot of people who aren't going to pay attention. There's some girl over on Instagram who's really challenging people, which is good to see. She's the only one that's got the cojones to keep it in people's face that we do have an opportunity. Uh, doesn't have to be a finish line. That was my point for the most part in, in barbecues chat that we don't have to always cross the finish line in order to uh, accomplish. We can make gains. We can learn to work together. We can learn what doesn't work. We can learn what uh, works for the other side or what you know doesn't work. We can make shifts in the, in the playing field or whatever in the, in the environment by attempting. Uh, even if we attempt and fail, we've learned. And there's a lot of people that aren't used to getting black eyes. There's a lot of people that aren't used to working on a team and trusting other people or aren't people that are used to getting failures. Like they, they can't risk failure. They've never, their, their way of never having to fail is never doing anything. So when you get to have a lot of people working together, you know, it takes accomplishing a lot of different coordination and, and things. So, um, well, that's what I was trying to get across with barbecues is that you don't have to win. You just have to accomplish something in a direction to create momentum. And then the avalanche happens, you know, the, the, the gunshot or the snowball or the, the gleeful shout doesn't bring down the house. Right. But the accumulation of weight of all the snow that comes flying down in that avalanche that was started by the snowball that was started by the gunshot or was started by the shout, right? The, the voice, the single voice that reverberated and knocked a couple of things loose and those things started a chain reaction or those things allowed what was tendon, tended to, was had the tendency to happen anyway, you know, removed a couple of the things preventing or the last straw from the camel's back, so to speak. And then you have what uh, DJ would call the sea change, right? Like you have a, a, everyone just following the lead or letting it all happen. So, yeah, sometimes it takes those initial efforts and those who require uh, some kind of crazy ribbon line or ribbon breaking, you know, race ending crossing the finish line type of celebration every time you have an action, you know, that's, that's just, that's probably just an excuse to not want to do something, right? It's an excuse to not even get started. You can never fail if you never try. So that's uh, my point over there was that uh, it's an opportunity and it's an opportunity that we can focus on all the people who ain't going to do shit, or we can focus on the people that are doing some stuff and help gauge if that stuff that's being accomplished this time is more significant than it's been in the past. And I think another way to gauge it is how many people, if, uh, if you get a few competent, interested people on board this time, then they're not going to let that go. They're going to understand that they made a, a ripple or whatever, and they're going to figure out what needs to be done. If you get a million people that are just spectators to care, you know, what I mean, they both have about the same effect. Right. So I think that uh, even if we only have a couple of people get interested this time and get into working on stuff, 
if those people are seriously uh, concerned or seriously interested, and it seems like they are, because there's literally no money in it. There's no gain. There's no T-shirt being sold that allows people to make a million bucks off just the suggestion of a fight or the call to action. These are people that are literally risking a bunch of their numbers, their their viewers who are expecting people to just yell and scream at the sky. They're probably challenging a bunch of people. And unlike you people, who I challenge all the time by saying dumb shit that y'all have to either listen to or ignore, um, a lot of people are just always singing what people want to hear. So they don't use, they're not used to getting challenged. So I think I give her a lot of credit for putting stuff out there. Uh, that's challenging to some folks, although I suspect her audience is fairly dynamic. Ozzy's saying every blizzard starts with a single snowflake. That's that's not just poetic. It's, it's like got a visual to it that's better than DJ's flood one. I use the flood one because I think Amnesty International used to say that. So I'm down for changing it to every blizzard starts with a snowflake. Problem is, I guess some people like to harp on snowflake because of the fragility of it. They just don't realize that snowflakes are the ultimately strong result of math and physics, both in gravity and crystalline structure formation out of temperature change and all that kind of fun shit. So they're still super fragile though. And together they still make a super fragile thing, but altogether that, that weighs everything around it and eventually weighs it all down. So by being the light and the heat, you can challenge all those snowflakes. You don't even let them hit the ground. Then they become rain, and then they become the flood that DJ's talking about. But I like it. Uh, let's see. we got some links to stuff. Santos is out of here. Probably too late for him. Got bored of this bullshit. Uh, let's see. Ozzy Sand bought the first gun in 1974. H&R 410 single shot. Holy crap, Ozzy. That's way older than me. So I don't know. Probably different reasons if you bought a single shot. Um, Clover, it sounds like he had a chore or something to do and he bought a gun for it. Like, I was at least buying one that was a little fun with a pump action. Um, still don't know what the big green, I guess Sandhills left. That's probably what they call it in Nebraska because you all have to love Hornady. You're all obliged to love Hornady. Uh, let's see. Ivor Johnson used to be in Arkansas, maybe. Arkansas has quietly but consistently, or been quietly but consistently gaining ground in, two, in 2A and the gun industry. I think I could agree with that 100% probably because a ghost right he gets people there fancy business people or whatever to play golf and then he's like hey blah 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 this would be a great rifle range wouldn't it and they're like what and then he's like yeah guns are cool and then they're like what by the time he's got nine holes or however many they shoot they shoot nine or 18 holes or whatever nine holes he gets them into guns and that's how walther got there i mean they get into handguns and that's how walther got there and then if he gets all 18 holes with them, that's how he gets a rifle company to show up there. Pretty good. 
All right. I guess that's it. Nobody else saying anything. So that's all you can handle is one hour of this show and then it's over. So I almost made an appointment to do something after this show. And then I was like, well, I don't know if this show is going to last an hour, if it's going to last longer than that. So then I was like, well, I'll just make the appointment for a different time. So could have made the appointment for tonight and gotten it out of the way. But nope, didn't because I didn't realize everybody was going to quit about an hour into it. I don't have any poll going, so that's one of the reasons. You're probably more uh, used to having interactivity over here. There's none of that tonight. Instead, we challenged you. You came to the occasion and picked Arkansas. Uh, can Ghost be the governor of Arkansas? No. It has to be voted in. And I don't know if it's legal to vote for a Marine. Have a Marines ever been voted into anything? I don't know if that's legal. They start invading shit. You give them power. You really want to give a Marine power. They don't even care about stuff. They break everything. All right. Well, I guess that's it. So with that, uh, let's see. We got anything else going on for the month since or the week since I got this open over here? Actually, some things happening this week. Now that we speak about it, tomorrow, John Wayne's birthday. FYI. Just so you know, he's born in... I think in Nebraska. I'm pretty sure as I was driving through Nebraska, I seen a thing that said, turn right and go to John Wayne's, where John Wayne was born. What else we got this week? Train and Learn starts on Friday. So a bunch of people are heading over to Train and Learn. Uh, we attempted to get DJ down there. Didn't work. Then we attempted to get somebody there by offering uh, a free slot by getting a whole bunch of people to donate 35 bucks. I think we arranged hundred dollars but that's better than a kick in the head um but train and learn is happening this weekend if you'd like to uh help out the folks that are at train and learn in some way or another you can head over to gofundme and then do a search for excuse me do a search for aiming for the truth and that's the uh, gofundme that kd has going all the time and you'll see a bunch of people that you might recognize who've uh donated in there and a couple of anonymouses uh, who have donated there recently. And you can uh, throw a couple of bucks into the uh, funds for the event. Not that they need it, but just in a show of support so that they know capitalists are on the other end of the line, appreciating that they're bringing together industry and media. That's, I think, the best way to describe it. So you've got gun shops and gun instructors and people that are doing like medical training and other things within the industry side of things. And then you've got people coming in from media, content creators, uh, business people that are in the advertising and marketing side of things. They all come together, learn from each other so that those marketing and content creating type of people are more familiar and understand why people hold guns the way they do, how the tactics and operation of the firearms work. And at the same time, there's some cross collaboration there so that the instructors and gun shops learn better how to create their content or do the things that are tricks or ideas to keep content more useful uh, for the time spent. And the result is a stronger industry, a stronger community, stronger individuals, and the creation of a, an event that's unique, truly unique, that's focused on helping individuals that are interested in succeeding and becoming successful with a stronger industry. Can't speak highly enough of the train and learn. It's completely awesome. Happening this weekend. The only, thing, the only thing I don't like about it is, one, it's on Memorial Day weekend. 
if it was on a different weekend, I think that'd be cool. Otherwise, NRA also horked that weekend, so they're doing their annual meetings. So we already talked about how Wayne and Alan are going to go head-to-head. There's going to be some kind of a fight. We don't know if they're going to tie their one hands together and then use knives, or if they're going to tie their hands together and use like a hatchet, some kind of a flaming torch. We know their one hands are going to get tied together, and we know that they're going to have some kind of a melee weapon in their other hand. Now, is this going to happen on the floor in front of everybody, or is it going to happen in some kind of a canned environment where we have to watch through closed caption cameras? We don't know that part yet either. But what we do know is most people that go to that fucking thing are going to only pay attention to the exhibits part of it, the flash and sizzle, the free bacon that's offered so that you don't go question why there's free bacon. And you just eat the free bacon, and then you get all fat and bloated, and then they come around and do things to you that you didn't want to happen, but you can't do shit because you're all flat and bloated from it. So, you know, the NRA meeting is going to happen this weekend. They picked Memorial Day for lots of lots of obvious reasons. What else we got this weekend? Super Soaker. Ever remember that thing? Let's change, what do you call it? Let's change uh, gears a little bit. Talk about the Super Soaker. It's a pretty fun toy. It was invented in 1986 by a rocket scientist. He was working on rocket nozzles for jets or something and was like, hey, wait a minute. I can make a fun toy out of this. So he took some PVC pipes. He took a two-liter bottle and some hoses, and he rocket scientisted a super soaker out of it. Pretty much got super rich, I think. There's probably a good story there. I kind of researched it a little bit whenever I figured it out, but... I don't get paid to research super soaker stuff. I just thought it was pretty cool. So I put it in the list of cool things. It's kind of a gun thing. So uh, an actual rocket scientist invented the super soaker. Otherwise, the rest of this weekend, we got Paul Mauser, who made, was, there's two brothers, Paul and Eugene Mauser, I think it was, uh, came up with the Mauser rifles. And he's one of them. And it's the anniversary of his passing. And then Clint Eastwood is born next week. So John Wayne is born on one day in May. Clint Eastwood's born another day in May, very close to each other. Coincidence? Or are they both robots designed to be the leading role in movies and influence people's decision-making process when they go to buy things? It's up to you to decide what you think the actual situation is there. We put them both on the calendar so that you can decide. Clint Eastwood, John Wayne, who's winning in a fight. Maybe we should make that a who wins this war, or is that sacrilege? It might be considered sacrilege by some people. All right, I'm done. It's been a long night, and let's see. Super soakers were rad. A lot of fun on a canoe trip. Carson was born in Corning, Iowa. It used to be that high school sports conference. I have any idea where that came from. All right, now Sandhill's leaving for real. He left too late, because, or too early, because... All right, I'm dropping a link to an after chat. Not guaranteed I'm going to be awake because I'm getting kind of slappy, but I've been drinking coffee and I'm trying to stay up later so that I can sleep during the heat of the day. So if you want to join in, I might be sticking around or might be sitting here by yourself. There's the link. We're over. Thanks, everybody, for sticking around. We almost ended it at one hour, 11 minutes and 11 seconds, but I didn't look over there quick enough. So we're going to end it wherever it happens to end. Have a good night. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com.
tonight's episode, That Was No Lady. So let us know what you think. We'll be watching the comments wherever you find the video over on GunStreamer.com or on GunTube.org. Thank you for supporting our projects. If you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee, check out our Patreon channel. The guys and gals of GunWebsites.com encourages you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thank you for watching GunWebsites.com.